the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be with you this morning. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we started a subject and that subject is called Divine Discontent and Holy Dissatisfaction. And we need to explain what we're talking about because at, at first sight or first hearing these words, it could be negative. But we're saying that if your discontent is divinely inspired and your dissatisfaction is holy, there are ingredients that are necessary in our lives. Otherwise, if it's just discontent and dissatisfaction, Junie, we'll look at the situation in our lives, in our country, in the world, uh, a bleak outlook for many areas in the world, and we would just be dissatisfied. However, if it's divinely inspired and it's holy dissatisfaction, it would work to our benefit and it would strengthen us in our walk with the Lord. We started by talking about the word in Psalm 34, 8, which says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And then listen to this in Psalm 119, 103. How sweet are thy words in my taste. So everything in our life really depends on how we are digesting the word of God. Is it good? Is it tasteful to us? And we could summarize what we're trying to talk about this week by looking at Ephesians chapter 319, which says that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. And again, one of the most important portions of scripture, again, talking about the theme that's on our heart this week is found in Philippians chapter 3 beginning at verse 12. Paul's, Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on in order that I may lay hold or apprehend that for which also I was apprehended of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, do not regard myself as having, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. 
I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, verse 15, let us therefore, as many as are perfect, have this attitude, and if anything you have a different more attitude, God will reveal that will to you also. However, let us keep living by that same standard to which we have attained. So rather than be negative, Junie, about what we don't have, making it a divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction, there's going to be an incentive to press on so that we can attain to the fullness of God in and through our Messiah. That's an encouragement. And it's important that we go on to verse 16 in Philippians chapter 3 to read, Only let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk and order our lives by that. And what's so important to understand with that verse, Shelley, is when one is born again and comes to know Jesus as the Son of God, the Messiah, and the Savior of the world, we need to lay hold of that salvation. And what we learned Once we got saved, we learned how the Holy Spirit showed us when we did something wrong in our life, when uh, we said something wrong, and we changed that and asked forgiveness. So we have already attained that. We need to walk and order our life by that. So... um, You know, there's a scripture that says, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith, that to press on, Shelley, we really need to see where we're at and how God wants to heal us and restore us. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want, that we might press on and lay hold of the vision of eternal things. Amen. Amen. If Paul could say he hasn't attained yet, who are we to say that we've attained? And if we think we've attained everything, we're in deception. So we hope this week we're going to all press on to have that fullness of God in and through the word. Well, uh, in every aspect of our life and walk in the Lord, there is a forward movement. God is the God of much more, no matter how long we've known him. And the word of God says, and I trust we all know it, we've been saved by grace through faith. What does the word of God say about grace? We're going to begin to look at different aspects of what we should be, how we should be living. And the first one is the issue of grace. And we'll notice that every aspect of grace and every aspect of all the things we're going to be talking about has a forward movement to it. For example, speaking of grace, Look what it says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. It says, grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus. What does the word grow mean? Actually, in the Greek, Junie, the word grow means to be enlarged. And we need to ask ourselves, we've been saved by grace. We live by grace. Thank God for the grace of God. But are we growing in grace? You cannot, you cannot live on yesterday's grace or the grace that saved us. Every day is a life experience in the grace of God. In fact, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, His grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. 
Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Again, this is another statement by Paul. It's a mouthful. His grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Again, Junie, we need to see in every... uh, let's say, example we're going to give in many, many different subjects. It's a forward movement. It's not stagnating. It's not drifting. It's not just resting in a comfortable place. It's pressing on to the upward call of God. Again, it says in First Timothy one fourteen, and the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant. In another version, another version it says, and the grace of our Lord was flooding my life. Junie, what, what can we say about these things? Everything. The grace of God is not, cannot be stagnant in us, just as, it wasn't, just as it was not stagnant in Paul. And Paul had, the, in Hebrew, there's a word uh, chutzpah. Paul had the chutzpah to say, follow me as I imitate the Lord. And that's what we should be doing. Pressing on. And Shelley, you started teaching with grace in Second Peter 3.18. I'd like to go back to it in the Amplified where it says, but grow in grace, understand favor, spiritual strength, and recognition and knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. To him be glory, honor, majesty, and splendor, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. So be it. And to really see, Shelley, that God's grace covers us according to who the Lord is and his word. That's why the honor and the glory go to God. Because when the word of God says something, it's absolutely true. And Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. So that means that in every situation, in every circumstance, no matter how we feel, good or bad, the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. So again, through experience, we need to say, Lord, help me. Lord, I feel stuck. Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And you will learn of God's grace in a deeper manner That's right. when he answers you and he brings you through. And how do we overcome the accuser of the brethren? But by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony and loving not our own lives unto the death. And the testimony will come when you call out on the Lord to unstuck you or to bring you through to a place where you feel you can't get on your own. The Holy Spirit of God, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, lives in us if you're born of the Amen. Spirit. Amen. Well, let's stick. So, in other words, we see that grace is a dynamic. It doesn't stop at a certain point. There's always more. Well, to pick up, Junie, in that same verse, 2 Peter 3.18, it says, Grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus and grow in the knowledge of our Lord. So, in other words... This is another so we talked about grace. Now we're talking about the knowledge of the Lord, that we are supposed to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. Let's look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, and we're going to see another aspect of this onward, forward movement in every aspect of God. Colossians 1, verse 9. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, 
We have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So we're talking, knowledge has to be growing in us. There is a purpose in everything that comes from God. It's not being filled with knowledge, for example, just for the sake of knowledge. But we see when we press on and go forward, the effect has a multiplying effect. In fact, we see what it is in verse 10. So let's read 9 and 10. For the re- for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to speak that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Why? Well, we get the reason in verse 10. So that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So we have knowledge, not just to accumulate knowledge, but that we may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. Junie, what what do you say? You see the dynamic that we should be having in the Lord constantly, in grace and in knowledge, because it leads, it's an enlargement in our life with the Lord in us. And we see in verse 10 in the Amplified, the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper, and clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. So as we walk and want to know more about the Lord and yes, cry out Lord. to him, we'll have a deeper understanding about things that are not holy and how they hurt us, and God wants to help us by changing us. Jesus, we thank you, thank Lord. You, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are a God of much more. I pray divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction will be rooted in us, that we become like Paul said. He presses on to the upward call of God in Messiah Jesus. So much that, more. So much more. And there is more from you. I pray for all of our listeners for that to happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.